Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 12th of February, 2024. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel, and the Wilmsfront Rumble channel. Hello to everyone who are in the live chats. Good to see you, Brucey, and interesting videos. I don't think I've ever seen your account before, but it's great to have you on board uh, for a show. It is 9pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where our late summer local boiling continues. It was another 30 degree plus day today, as was the day before and will be tomorrow, which is well better late the never the summer remember that the first two months of summer it was rained and rained and rained despite the the bomb the bureau of meteorology telling us it was going to be a dry el nino and then maybe maybe the, the 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 calendar is eventually getting out of whack if for some reason the uh, the the time keepers are not actually keeping time at, at and there's some weird, weird glitch that maybe we're not measuring uh, the 365 days in the year properly. Who knows here? Now down here in Victoria, we uh, of course have uh, the, the the biggest event of the year: uh, Taylor Swift uh, performing at uh, the the MCG. I think it's on Friday and Saturday night. There's going to be extra uh, public transport. She's going to go on a private jet uh, from uh, from her boyfriend's uh, Super Bowl win. Uh, now I'm going to be discussing: was the Super Bowl rigged? On the return of the theorist tomorrow night with Andy Nolch, which is the uh, same time, but on the theorist uh, channel, I'll talk about the return of the theorists later on. We also had the Mr. COVID commander return, Jerome Weimar, uh, the failed COVID commander, failed Commonwealth Games uh, chief since they were cancelled. He's now going to be in charge of uh, Victoria's big housing build. Yikes. That doesn't bode well. People are saying, does he have a, does he have stuff on like the Labor politicians, videos of them doing something that he can just continue to fail up this bureaucrat? Because he's whatever role that he does is always on half a million per year. But you know that's just standard uh, Victorian uh, cronyism. Uh, we are. Obviously, we're almost a one-party state here in Victoria uh, with, uh, well, the Labor Party under Dan Andrews re-elected in 2022. Though Queenslanders, they have a state election on October 26th this year, and they will get to cast their judgment whether they think that uh, their new Premier, uh, Stephen Miles, who before that was the Deputy Premier, uh, is capable of tackling that state youth 
gang crime crisis. Now, I put uh, youth in inverted commas uh, because, well, a, they don't like to mention uh, skin colour uh, when it comes to describing these years. Now, they're not all Africans of Sudanese appearance, uh, these youth gang crimes who break into people's homes. Uh, we obviously had the the horrific uh, stabbing of uh, uh, Valine White last week uh, down at Red Plank Plains Shopping Centre, uh, stabbed uh, to death by a 16-year-old uh, Sudanese teenager. I, he was with a gang of five. They wanted to, to steal a car. But we should also remember uh, there was a mother who lost her lost her life uh, last, not the, the Christmas before, but it was uh, uh, Christmas uh, 2022. And uh, we should also also uh, remember remember her name as well. I'll just bring it up now because I think it's important. Uh, Emma Lovell, 41, she was murdered uh, in a home, home invasion. Uh, the, her husband, Lee, uh, was also stabbed defending their home from intruders. And don't forget uh, the, uh, the death of Ash Gordon, a doctor here in Melbourne chasing after two teenagers who, uh, who stole his car. One of them was already on, on bail. Uh, so we should always remember uh, these lives cut short and the families who are devastated. Uh, so we know that, uh, that uh, with the Ash Gordon uh, murder, one of the teens charged uh, was out on bail. And in this case, a, the, the, the Sudanese youth who's been charged with Valene White stabbing murder was also out on bail. Now, a Stephen Miles, the new Premier uh, last week, well, new-ish, it took over from Anastasia Palaszczuk at the end of last year, uh, he was asked by Sky News reporter Adam Walters uh, about a, the state's youth crime crisis at a speech he was uh, giving on the state's housing crisis in the, the Q&A section. The absence of any reference to youth crime in your speech to the Queensland Media Club would have been noted uh, by more than a few, including the people of those communities. Premier, I'm sure you can see the last two summers have been bookended by the murders of young mother, Emma Lovell, and just three days ago, grandmother, Violene White. But nobody can seriously stand up and say they could have prevented this murder. And Stephen Miles uh, sought to uh, clarify that uh, no one in Queensland, myself included, is laughing at this tragedy. And for any out uh, news outlet to suggest so is disrespectful. A family and a community is grieving. Sensational headlines and misrepresentations have no part to play in Queensland this week. Yes, forget your your, your lying ears. He, you heard Adam Walters there, the, the Sky News Brisbane reporter, who's got a various a very serious newsreader's voice, certainly not a humorous voice. And so Adam Walters said, well, you didn't address in your speech the elephant of the, you know, the elephant in the room, youth crime crisis. And Stephen Miles, oh, I didn't mention it because it was about housing. And that was, that, 
it just it just it, it, it tried to uh, for some reason I have I think that that was a, a funny jibe at a journalist and now he has the nickname Giggles Miles uh, which will haunt him all the way to the state election. I mean, the Queensland LNP, they, they just need to put that on repeat. It's already the election losing moment there. And now, uh, Valene uh, White's alleged uh, stabber, well, we have to say alleged stabber killer, he, he can't be named because he's a minor, uh, but uh, he was it was arrested, I think, on, on Wednesday morning. Uh, this was, uh, and uh, Nine News, uh, they interviewed his mother. The mother of a teen out on bail when he allegedly murdered Violene White has apologised to the Queensland grandmother's loved ones. Today's Andrea Crothers is live in Ipswich for us. Andrea, she also described the moment her son was arrested. Yeah, Carl, well, any more details about the accused killer of innocent grandmother Violene White, a 16-year-old boy who we're told said to his mother, I love you, as he was taken away and arrested by police. A 16-year-old boy whose family moved here as refugees when he was just a baby. And now it's also been revealed that he was out on bail at the time of Violene's attack, on bail for stealing as well as armed robbery charges. His mother breaking her silence, clearly still in shock. I'm sorry to the community because I didn't know that um, the kids do that. Do you feel sorry for them? Um, yeah, I feel sorry about that, yeah, because it's so bad. My family is good family. A total of five boys aged between 15 and 16 have now been charged over Violene's death as well as her stolen car. We applied to be present in all of those court cases to bring our viewers the truth. But in all but one of them, we were denied entry. Carl. Andrea, thank you. Yes, yeah, so the, the mother of the, the, this accused murderer uh, say, uh, says that, I didn't know kids do that. Well, were you watching... Well, I don't want to. Obviously, the question is put out. Uh, were you watching uh, your son? Your son is accused of this, and she says they're they're a good family. I've, I'm sure that not all of her children are involved in uh, gang activity. The thing is about these uh, Sudanese family families; they tend to breed like rabbits, and a lot of them do. There's there's at least. In a lot of them, there's some who join uh, these youth gangs. And Sudanese, uh, those who are born in Sudan, are overrepresented in terms of the population uh, in the offender uh, statistics. So I'll, I'll bring it bring it up here. So this is. This is the this is from a uh, Victoria's crime statistics in 2017-18, but certainly no reason to uh, to believe that they have changed. So unique offenders by country of birth: April uh, 2017 to March 2018, uh, Sud uh, Sudan plus South Sudan. The the this the Sudanese that we have here in Australia, pretty much all of them are from South Sudan, which is the Christian 
country that split off from the Muslim majority, Sudan, after the Sudanese uh, civil war, though then South Sudan, after they were a country in, 20, uh, in 2011, uh, they had their own civil war. All the tribes are fighting each other. Uh, so as you can see there, uh, the, the, the unique, the, over a uh, hundred uh, per uh, offenders per a thousand people, uh, so Sudan, South Sudan, it's at 100 there. And also serious assaults, alleged offender incidents from the same period. Uh, so Sudan is up there at uh, 30 uh, per, uh, uh, per 1,000 people. But look at that unique offenses there, offenses per 1,000 people. Sudan, South Sudan, over 100 are there. And uh, if you have a look, go to the the prison. A the, the they were the sixth largest group of offenders in uh, Victoria. Uh, so they're only one one point seven percent. Well, they're point one six percent of our population. And uh, those who are, and remember, these are people who are born in Sudan, not Sudanese who were of Sudanese ethnicity who were born here in Australia, because you can't select those statistics because that would be racist. Uh, so one percent, they're they're one point seven percent of the total offenders, only point one six of the 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 population there. Uh, now, because obviously uh, those born in Australia. I, uh, they make up 71% of total offenders, but 61% of the population. You can't get a racial breakdown of that because that would be racist. New Zealanders, uh, so they're 2.18% of the uh, makeup offenders in Victoria, but only 1.68% of the population. Mm, I wonder, wonder uh, which demographic of New Zealanders uh, that, uh, that are offending in Victoria. I won't say uh, my uh, my guess, uh, but certainly there will be a lot of people who uh, will speculate. And now, Valene White's daughter, it seems that she only half gets it. Uh, that uh, Remember Stephen Miles said uh, that nobody could have prevented uh, this murder. Well, the, the alleged murderer was out on bail. If there was people who are charged with serious aggravated offences, uh, the presumption was against bail, regardless of age. I mean, the, the Queensland Parliament uh, under Palaszczuk passed uh, youth crime reforms uh, so that there'd be the presumption, well, breach of bail was an offence and uh, uh, tightened up. Uh, but Stephen Miles saying, well, there there is a way uh, to uh, to make sure that this murder could have been prevented him not being on the street. And also, uh, those uh, those Sudanese use their parents not allowed to migrate to Australia. But uh, Valine, we, Valine, Valine White's daughter uh, only half gets it. Uh, this is a compilation of her appearances in the mainstream media. Step up or step out. Stephen Miles visited their family's home to offer his condolences after the 70-year-old grandmother was allegedly murdered by a 16-year-old boy. Walked through my front door and you know and then walked out and did a conference and laughed it off you know what i was really glad he said it because i'm like you're not the man for the job if you can't 
reassure people in your in the community that your this is at the utmost priority. The Premier's office says he was unaware when making the comment that Violene's accused killer was at the time already on bail for three alleged armed robberies. Of course, any crime is concerning, any tragedy is concerning and we will do all we can to address it and work with the police service as well. But the number of youths committing crimes has skyrocketed since 2015, with police data showing stolen car offences have more than tripled from almost 2,000 to more than 7,000. Robberies also tripling from around 400 to 1,400, while break-ins have more than doubled. We all need to feel safe. Calling for tougher youth justice laws, but also for calm, following reports that since five youths were arrested over the death, the wider African communities been targeted. A lot of uh, verbal abuse, uh, many people have got bottles thrown at them. You don't judge the whole community by a couple of bad apples. The sign says it all. Two strangers brought together by tragedy. Mum always said if I died, no one would care. And sorry, Mum, <laughs> you sort of got a bit of a spotlight now. And you know what, if this is for one reason only, it's to pursue peace. United in their calls for harmony. The best way we can honour her legacy is for us to preach peace, unity, justice and accountability. Violene White's daughter stood side by side with an African community leader to condemn those targeting innocent people in the wake of her mother's death allegedly at the hands of a teenage boy. You're always going to have rogue kids. Doesn't matter what, what colour, they're always going to be troublemakers somewhere. Reports of vigilante attacks and racial abuse have increased in the days after the 70-year-old was allegedly stabbed at Red Bank Plains. Head has no place here. Racism has no place here. Individual make choices. Mrs White's family say they want to see stronger government action to tackle youth crime. The pair is urging the community to channel any anger and grief into advocating for impactful and positive change. This is a horrible situation. It's affected everybody involved. And please don't think my heart hasn't broken. And so there we go again. Offenders come in all colors i just showed you the statistics there of just uh, the overrepresentation of offenders who were born in sudan and south sudan and obviously uh, we would love to uh, deport every uh, offender who commit who commits a crime in Australia. I mean, that's what the British did uh, over uh, almost 250 years ago, uh, sent them uh, to, over here to Australia. But the thing is, why would we want to import more people from a country who is overrepresented in the crime statistics? I know that I said last week that uh, the domestic violence, uh, anti domestic violence, activists they counted violin white as a as a woman killed in 2024 which it again shows you how they're manipulating the numbers because violin white was murdered uh, allegedly murdered uh by a stranger who wanted to uh, wanted to a uh, 
carjack and a, for a joyride for 20 minutes. And this is always when there's uh, like uh, we've heard this before that uh, uh, when a uh, when there's uh, when there's a, a, an attack or a, a by a particular non-white ethnic group. Remember uh, when uh, uh, when Islamic uh, terrorist incidents happen, it's like we're worried about the backlash against peaceful Muslims. Again, uh, that uh, we should think of the 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 Afri the the innocent Africans who uh, uh, will be a backlash there. I don't know if any of what uh, he said there. I can't remember his name. That uh, that uh, African community activist is is true. But I know when I'm out and about, I, if I see a single uh, Sudanese youth, and there's enough uh, Sudanese in Australia now, I, that they, uh, we know that they have a different uh, appearance uh, than uh, Africans from, say, the, the West, uh, Nigeria, uh, Tanzania, or uh, Uganda. I, they 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 look quite different, and so if I saw one Sudanese youth walking on their own, I wouldn't feel threatened because they commit these crimes when they're in gangs. If I saw five Sudanese youths walking in a particular way, like they're in a gang, then I would feel threatened there. And I'm sure I'm not, I'm not the only one who I, who works on that assumption. Like it's, it's becoming more and more of a, a more common to see Africans walking around in your 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 suburb just and like i said if you see a random african on the street it's you're not going to fear them unless they're walking together like they're in a gang i mean they have a certain walk and also dress a certain way and now the back before the show uh started uh brucey kibbett said uh please play jim roberts epic counter protest clip well it goes for uh, seven minutes and plus it's uh expletive and slur uh, ridden in case you haven't seen it uh, you can see the the clip on a uh, jim roberts a uh, latest channel he's a national local national socialist in melbourne what's his what's his current channel uh, called because he seems to have various different channels. It's called Jimbo uh, uh, Rahawa edition. So he went up to a, gr a, a, a group of grandmothers for refugees who were holding some signs in a public place. I don't know why they were there and gave them a, 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 a spray a because well they are the same age as uh, as Violene uh, Violene White and yet they're wanting more people more uh, advocating for uh, more people in from uh, countries uh, where who are overrepresented in the the crime crime, crime statistics who it's going to make a uh, women like them uh, more vulnerable now I can't condone I uh, the language and the slurs uh, that uh, uh, that uh, Jim Roberts uh, engaged in and I don't know why he he randomly decided to accuse one of the the grandmothers for refugees of being a uh, Jewish uh, I don't know why he made that accusation 
and but as he also said to uh i think one of them i hope they stab you next uh, uh i hope that you die of a, a heart attack uh tonight and certainly the grandmothers for refugees they certainly uh deserve a spray because they're endangering themselves with their advocacy and also endangering their daughters uh their grandchildren and again this is just you know typical uh boomer uh women with too much time on their hands whether it's uh climate policy uh always advocating for a uh, distract policies that'll be destructive uh for uh the next generation uh michael uh michael nelson uh didn't and didn't even play uh, uh jim roberts's rant there because he knows he, he doesn't want his channel to get taken down as well and of course uh uh, Mikkel uh, filmed himself uh, calling two uh, random uh, trans transgenders uh, pedophiles, and one of them wanted to, to go up and whack him, but was restrained by the the other. And uh, Mikkel on his stream tonight, he also had a quite a, a, quite a a gross encounter in the Flinders Street toilet uh, urinal uh, while he was uh, peeing and. An Asian man next to him in the urinal was uh, stroking himself, and so Mikkel chased chased him out and asked him why he was uh, uh, stroking stroking himself in in a public uh, public toilet at the the urinal. I posted uh, to uh, Mikkel in the comments, "Don't uh, don't uh, don't pee in front of men, other men, and." don't use public urinals i mean i've said so before i'm totally uncomfortable with whipping it out in front of other men at a public urinal i use the the cubicles because you know who know who knows who's who's around you there so what is a jungle john said i'll check back in a few months to see if the conversation has proved this is pretty basic shit with very little an analysis Good night, all. Oh, I'm sorry to see you go, Jungle uh, Din. Uh, what are, What are you off to watch if you haven't haven't left yet? What's better than me, so I can get some uh, good feedback there. Now, uh, we had uh, last week. Uh, it's, there was uh, there, there there was a a Jewish a uh, WhatsApp uh, group. Uh, so they were discussing the rise of anti-Semitism after the. October 7th uh, Hamas attack in southern Israel and did you also see there's that car in New South Wales that had uh, October uh, 7th uh, number plates uh, which have been uh, recalled uh, by uh, service New South Wales and uh, so it was a docks of around 600 and uh, uh, Clementine Ford the original uh, fright Right, bat feminist uh, was uh, was involved, so so published uh, the names and details of them uh, to uh, to I guess shame and identify uh, Zionists uh, in Australia, who the uh, the far left and also the far right believe are supporting genocide in Gaza because Net well, what was it Netanyahu? He's now bombing. Uh, the t the town of Rafa in the in the, in the south. So the the Palestinians in Gaza uh, they keep having to move uh, all around the Gaza Strip, depending on where the 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 bombs are dropping. There, uh, Netanyahu he is 
he's telling the Israelis that, you know, we're going to, you know, uh, you've got to keep, uh, keep the faith. I will dismantle Hamas. He's having backlash in his own country because, well, he rescued two hostages today. Well, the IDF did because there's domestic pressure to get back the hostages. Uh, there's IDF soldiers who are dying. There were 21 who died in a, in a, in a, in a building collapse. And now in, now, even though doxing has been around uh, for for you'd say since the beginning of of social media, and many uh, patriots, nationalists, uh, conservatives have been uh, doxxed by far left groups and Antifa. Doxing is not illegal, but it's in, it's designed to intimidate, inflict a personal and professional uh, damage. Uh, but uh, because it's happened to a uh, these members of Australia's Jewish community, the Albanese government is uh, going to uh, bring forward a federal laws that criminalise doxing. Uh, so it's this is reported by uh, David Crow, uh, the Age and the Sydney Morning Herald political editor. Uh, so. The government plans to put urgent privacy laws to parliament while also developing stronger laws against hate speech. We need more laws against hate speech after months of dispute over the war in the Middle East. The new federal law will make it a criminal offence to engage in doxing and similar harassment while making broader changes in response to long-running review of the Privacy Act overseen by the Attorney General Mark Dreyfus. The changes will include exemptions for public interest journalists, such as reporting on public figures. Uh, so he announced this in an interview with uh, 2GB uh, uh, with uh, Chris O'Keefe. Uh, so he singled out the treatment of the 600 Jewish people, including singer Deborah Conway, as a major concern because the individual had joined a WhatsApp group that was not heavily political and sought to provide support to each other because of the rise of anti-Semitism. And the Executive Council of Australian Jury President, Dan, uh, Daniel uh, Agon, welcomed the move and said the stronger laws we need to deal with doxing. While existing laws outlaw the use of social media platforms to menace and threaten others, the doxers themselves who orchestrated a campaign of intimidation and violent threats and horrific abuse cannot be allowed to get away with it. We have called for an end to impunity and we are grateful that the government has listened. And, and so the federal plans leap ahead of state moves on hate speech after the controversy of the pro-Palestinian gathering at the Opera House on October 9. Federal government was already committed to an overall privacy act known as Privacy Tort. Uh, on hate speech, Dreyfus has already promised new measures to protect people from hate speech vilification on their, on their faith in a religious discrimination law later uh, this year, uh, which was the idea of uh, Scott Morrison it failed to be legislated in his last term, uh, but that would uh, operate as a blasphemy law and we'd turn into the UK with just the police busting down people's door for uh, fair comment on social media. Dreyfus told this Mars said he would introduce laws against doxing as soon as possible. The recent targeting of members of the Australian Jewish community through doxing was shocking, but is sadly from an isolated event. No Australian should be targeted because of their race or religion. Though 
the Guardian uh, reported uh, back in uh, back at the end of of January that there was a pro-Israel surveillance group who uh, who have off who are offering bounties for information on pro-Palestinian protesters and claim to have secured meetings with key federal politicians. The uh, Chiron Collective, which is largely focused on the US and UK, boasts of ability to scrape digital fingerprints to aggressively track and expose anti-Semites. It is one of a number of groups that claim to have gained prominence on social media during the Israel-Gaza war, publicly naming individuals it accuses of being anti-Semitic. Chiron Collective claims it has an AI tool called Maccabi, which can identify and track targets. In one post on X, Sharon outlines a scenario in which a tool creates and releases deep fake videos, falsified content that looks and sounds genuine to embarrass individuals who take down posters picturing Israeli hostages on its X account. The Sharon Collective has claimed to offer bounties of US 500 for information on people in videos. In a December post, it would claim it would pay up to $15,000 for crucial insights about politicians, US 7,500 for medical doctors and uh, 250 for uh, students. Leaked screenshots of the Sherryanne Telegram channel shared with the Guardian Australia by the White Rose Society, an Australian anti-fascist research group, show Sherryanne have become active in Australia with participants identifying potential targets and boastings of an attempt uh, to meet Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill and the Shadow Home Affairs Minister James Patterson. Anonymized Sharon members discuss presenting O'Neill and Patterson with a list of names for Sharon. They were brought to justice according to the rule of law. Need help? We managed to get into home affairs calendar. Need to come prepared with people and hate speech and names the government didn't hold accountable, one anonymous user said. So, yes, uh, there is people on the pro Israel Zionist side who are attempting to dox pro Palestinian activists so will they be uh will they also uh, be held to account under these new uh privacy laws and now they obviously uh, there is uh, it was mentioned in the previous previous article uh, there's the australian council uh, uh the australian council of jury uh, there is the australian jewish association uh, there, of course, is uh, Devere Abramovich's Anti-Defamation uh, League. Now there is a, a new one, uh, which is the, the Jewish Council of Australia, uh, which, uh, which was uh, launched uh, last week. And it's basically uh, full of left-wing uh, Jews who uh, believe it's not anti-Semitic uh, to question Zionism and the actions of Israel. Uh, so coming at it from obviously, obviously a different viewpoint because Jewish people are not uh, one homogenous blob who have the same same view on every everything. That's why... Obviously, uh, the Australian Jewish Association, uh, which is headed by David Adler, was set up uh, to uh, counter uh, all of the uh, uh, Jewish uh, lobby groups who, who uh, support the multiculturalism and mass migration. And Australian Jewish Association rightly recognises that that is a, is a threat uh, to uh, Jewish people in Australia. And that brings me segues to 
Next topic, this is the Greens uh, New South Wales uh, member for Newtown, Jenny Leong, uh, talking about uh, all the uh, Jewish uh, people who are in all of these uh, multicultural groups. The Jewish lobby and the Zionist lobby are infiltrating into every single aspect of what is ethnic community groups. They rock up and they're part of the campaign. They offer support for things like the campaign against the 18C racial vilification laws. They offer solidarity. They rock up to every community event and meeting to offer that connection because they, they their tentacles reach in to the areas that try and influence power. And I think that we need to call that out and expose it. And now, uh, the significance of uh, Ginny Leong talking about uh, Jewish uh, tentacles is that that's a, a historical anti-Semitic uh, trope uh, that uh, Jews are octopuses. Uh, this is a, uh, this is a a Nazi cartoon by uh, Sibler in 1938 because that doesn't show any uh, Nazi uh, symbols. I think that's okay to show for historical it, it put in for historical context and they they're always creative these uh uh jewish uh protesters in sydney uh so they dressed up as uh octopuses outside jenny leong's a uh, newtown office last year uh when a federal uh, New South Wales Greens uh, Senator Marine Faruqi posed uh, with a schoolgirl who had uh, had a person throwing the Israeli flag into a rubbish bin. They turned up to her office dressed as, as rubbish bins there. Uh, so they at least make this... <laughs> Get, get get creative to obviously a visual protest uh, certainly gets the point and also makes the media pay more attention than if you just turn up uh, with with signs and uh, Jenny Leong she was also uh, condemned uh, by Prime Minister Anthony Anthony Albanese I condemn totally any form of anti-semitism including including the comments by my uh, local member, the member for Newtown, whose comments about uh, tentacles with regard to the Jewish community, I find offensive. I find it had its origins in anti-Semitism and I condemn it unequivocally. And Jenny Leong, she put out a, a statement uh, apologising, which I'll, I'll just put this up on the screen and uh, read this out. Read this out now. Uh, so, many people know I'm outspoken advocate for justice, human rights, and for equality and for anti-racism. I know that words I say hold power and have an impact and come with responsibility. Last year when speaking in an event in Bankstown, I used an inappropriate word and framed an argument in an inappropriate way that has caused offence, had anticipating implications and has been hurtful to people. For that, I apologise wholeheartedly and unreservedly. I also apologise wholeheartedly and unreservedly for the imputation in my comments that suggested Jewish people involving themselves in civil society and campaigns against hate uh, do so with ulterior motives. This was wrong and understandably calls offence. I recognise the long history of Jewish people involved in progressive campaigns and movements here and globally. My intention was to criticise those that support and back 
in a Zionist agenda and pro-genocide, pro-apartheid stance. After reflection, listening to uh, listening to those with concerns, I understand why my framing of this critique caused offence. I absolutely did not intend to cause harm with my words, but I know that when it comes to racism discrimination, it's not about intention, but it's about the impact actions and words have. To those who my words and framing of my comments at that forum last year were hurtful. I'm truly sorry. I remain and will continue to be a strong critic of Israel and advocate for Palestinian rights, but I'm committed to ensure, ensuring my language in the future does not have anti-Semitic implications. As a committed human rights and anti-racism advocate who has been outspoken about the rising threat of far-right extremism, I take accountability for my words and promise to do better. I also promise to continue speaking out about the ongoing genocidal attacks and apartheid occurring in Gaza. So there we go. Now, it, uh, our federal parliament is uh, back for its second city week, sitting week. Uh, so Anthony Albanese last week uh, passed uh, his uh, changes to the stage three uh, tax cuts, which to, to summarize, I don't want to bore you with numbers. So low and middle income earners uh, get a tax cut uh, from July 1 uh, that uh, they weren't expecting and upper middle, higher income earners, uh, they, uh, they uh, will see their legislate, they'll still get a tax cut, uh, but it will be lower than uh, what was legislated under the stage three tax cuts, which the Morrison government passed, which Anthony Albanese in opposition supported and said, we have no plans to change the stage three tax cuts uh, well, until we announced that we had changed them a couple of weeks ago. And of course, because uh, Anthony Albanese is, used, is being sneaky, tricky, use these weasel words, I, he is now being asked, have you got any plans to change uh, negative gearing uh, the capital gains tax concessions, uh, uh, the franking credit arrangements, and nobody believes him or Jim Chalmers when they say we're not considering, not co uh, contemplating. Well, they're not contemplating it, considering until they are considering contemplating. Unless you say, "I we are not going to be doing this uh, full stop." Remember, they they uh, Bill Shorten took the 2019 election, uh, uh, promising to to roll back all of these uh, things, and he lost that unlosable election to Scott Morrison. And uh, Bill Shorten was on the Today Show saying that, yeah, um, let's not go back there because the, I made uh, Scott Morrison prime minister for another uh, three years. Now, of course, I, everyone is still poorer under the Albanese government because uh, Albanese and uh, uh, Jim Chalmers uh, took away the low middle income uh, earners tax offset of $1,500. Uh, they're not going to get that much in uh, in tax cuts. So everybody has lost. Uh, also, your electricity is not $275 cheaper. Uh, your, your electricity bill uh, keeps going up. So has uh, the petrol uh, going in your car. So has uh, beer and spirits with the index indexation and well uh, if you're considering buying a a new car anytime in the next five years well if you're a tradie who needs a a new ute uh you could be paying a whole lot more under energy minister chris bowen blackout bowen's uh new emission uh standards uh, so how this 
he's uh, mandating a 60% uh, reduction in car emissions over the next five years on car manufacturers' fleets, which are all imported. We don't have a car industry now. And so car manufacturers, they're able to offset uh, their high petrol guzzlers, the utes and the SUVs against uh, the new hybrids and EVs they're, they're bringing out. But do you believe Chris Bowen when he says that that won't raise uh, the price of cars? I mean, he didn't make your electricity bills uh, cheaper. So we've got that. A, all all of all of these, all of all of these, uh, cost of living getting worse under the Albanese government, and is taken more of your income. And as bracket creep increases because uh, Albanese and Chalmers are keeping the thirty-seven cents in the dollar tax bracket, so they'll collect more money from bracket creep. Uh, so you get pay rises when there's inflation, but through bracket creep, the government's able to sneakily take more there. So you're all losing. There was the reckless renewables rally in Canberra uh, last Tuesday. Uh, so that's against the uh, Chris Bowen's $20 billion uh, transmission line rollout. The Nationals leader, David Littleprat, has called for a complete a moratorium on renewables projects in the bush, like the the mass uh, solar farms, uh, because both the solar farms and the transmission lines are taking up agricultural uh, land. Although uh, by the end of the week, uh, David Littleproud uh, was having to talk about his uh, uh, pre uh, predecessors Wednesday night on the pavement in in Braddon in the in in the in the ACT. Uh, so I'm not sure if you all saw this footage. This will probably Daily Mail will probably play ads here. I won't be able to play it. Probably nah and uh, nah. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, it's hardly in inaudible there. So uh, this was broken by the the Daily Mail. So he a uh, Barnaby Joyce when the this this uh, the Daily Mail contacted him about this uh, this footage. Uh, so. He was on the phone to his wife, uh, Vicky Campion, uh, calling himself a dead fucking cunt during the phone call. She said, I think he was calling himself when he likes to self-flagduate. So he said he'd fallen off that plant uh, that plant there and, and rolled around there. Though Vicky Campion, obviously, she was his media advisor uh, before he had an affair with her and now is his uh, wife. Uh, if you saw, uh, if you watched the part two of the Nemesis ABC uh, documentary series about the coalition government over the past nine years, uh, the second episode talked about uh, Barnaby Joyce's uh, affair with Vicky Campion, the breakdown of his marriage with his first wife, uh, Natalie, and Malcolm Turnbull introducing the, the bonk band and saying Barnaby had made a shocking error of judgment and appalled us all. Uh, they made Barnaby Joyce, the ABC, rewatch it and said, and called uh, and called a Malcolm Turnbull a a shithead. So it's quite it's uh, it's quite the week to <laughs> to 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 for Barnaby to remind uh, remind everyone how his uh, his conduct uh, can make the papers. They uh, 
Vicky Campion made the point, why didn't the bystander uh, try and help him instead of filming it and selling it to the uh, the Daily Mail? Now, Barnaby Joyce said this is highly embarrassing and said that he mixed blood medication uh, with alcohol, which also makes him really foolish as well. This is certainly not, I would say, a sack of all uh, offence. I mean, having the affair with Vicky Campion was was way worse, uh, particularly uh, since he was supposed to be the the Catholic family values uh, politician. Uh, well, it was so where was the joke? He was so uh, pro family values uh, that he started another family, multiple family values. So yes, um, highly embarrassing. Uh, he's a fool for mixing medication with alcohol. I'm sure he won't do that again. Uh, because, well, look what's happened. And Lydia Thorpe, of course, popped up her head saying, it's a double standard since the Prime Minister said I needed mental help I, after I abused uh, those people outside that nightclub. Well, Barnaby Joyce wasn't abusing anyone. He was only abusing himself on the phone there and wasn't saying that anyone had a small penis uh, or called anyone a, a white little cunt or whatever abuse uh, abuse Lydia Thorpe uh, dished out that night. It's not the only time she's uh, uh, certainly dished out uh, abuse. Uh, so, yes, uh, that was uh, the, the Canberra bubble uh, circus last week. And we also had uh, the, uh, the Labor Party pass a new industrial relations uh, law, the right to disconnect. Uh, which you don't have to answer your boss's calls or emails after work. But the Greens snuck in a provision that bosses can go to jail for doing that and Labor's wanting to amend it after they've passed it so they can't even manage their own legislation. All right, so that's the, some would say, dry uh, political uh, stuff. Let's go over to the UK now where the Met Police still haven't found the scumbag acid thrower uh, so he was uh, the the Afghan illegal immigrant uh, came came to the UK on a lorry in 2016. Had two failed uh, as, as, asylum uh, Abdulazidi, I should say, two failed asylum applications, and uh, then he committed a sex offence. A try he tried to pull a woman's pants down and exposed himself to her. And uh, then he was granted asylum after he claimed he'd, uh, he had uh, converted to Christianity. And then uh, last week, he doused uh, his ex-partner and her two daughters uh, with acid. I, the woman is still in a critical condition. Now, despite uh, the uh, London uh, being full of CCTV cameras, he simply uh, vanished. Uh, and the Met Police, uh, they uh, put out a £20,000 uh, reward for information leading to his, uh, his uh, arrest uh, because they believed uh, that, uh, he, uh, that he may be harbored uh, by, well, members of his ex-religious community, uh, Islamic, because he claims he's a Christian now. Uh, so uh, the uh, the police, they executed two raids in Newcastle as, as 
part of their search for him. Uh, but they have now uh, concluded, uh, the Met Police, uh, that uh, Abdul uh, Azadi uh, drowned in the Thames River. And so uh, the uh, police uh, marine units are, so are searching for him. I don't know if he's disintegrated because he had the the acid washed back on him and his face was half melting. Maybe he's just, I don't know, disintegrated into the footpath or into the river. Uh, the police marine units, they found uh, two bodies unrelated uh, to Abdul uh, Azadi there. Uh, so they've just found two bodies there uh, that have been there for a while and they didn't know nothing about it. Uh, now, uh, we do have a, a, another statement uh, from uh, the Met Police. Uh, this is uh, uh, by Andrew uh, Lawrence. Uh, so this is the, the, the Met Police update about their search. Hello, I'm Sergeant Constable Detective Officer Peter Pisspot from Twat Valley Police. As you will all know by now, earlier this week, a Christian man from Newcastle, a Geordie chap, carried out a largely peaceful chemical activity in Clapham. Many of you will be waiting on an update on whether or not we've managed to track down this former asylum seeker, now resident in the UK, who has brought us much-needed cultural enrichment and shown us all that diversity is very much our strength. I'd like to take this opportunity to reassure you all that myself and my fellow officers are pursuing every avenue to try and contact this much misunderstood and demonised individual. Obviously there are a lot of racists out there and it's our job as police officers to protect this poor oppressed Christian man from Newcastle from the far right who are an increasing danger to us all. This gentleman is currently struggling with a severe eye injury, which we would like to get treated on the NHS as soon as possible. As a former asylum seeker, of course, he is entitled to priority treatment. We're out here searching for him in our rainbow-painted patrol vehicles. We're leaving no stone unturned. We're taking every possible precaution not to misgender anybody in the course of our investigations. And we're exercising a zero-tolerance policy towards any microaggressions we encounter along the way. If you do come across this individual, please do approach with caution and direct him to Gary Lineker's house, where there is a nice hot meal and a bubble bath waiting for him. Please do be vigilant online and help us out by scouring social media for evidence of anybody directing hate speech towards the gentleman in question, Abdul Azidi, as he is of course the victim in all this. And please do spare a thought for woke middle class white women at this difficult time, because as with everything else in life, this incident is, of course, all about them. And we all owe it to ourselves to listen to them talk about their struggles incessantly. Take care out there. Be vigilant. Hakuna Matata. Namaste. Kumbaya. It's a very good satire there by Andrew Lawrence. I, I wonder if uh, we'll also hear from uh, several of the uh, lesbian Nana uh, Met Police officers as well because uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, ineffective uh, met police officers and also well it's not just uh, uh the uk that are getting culturally enriched uh, with uh, illegal migrants so is ireland there was uh, footage of a naked african man wandering around a a small town irish supermarket uh, which i'm not going to show because YouTube doesn't allow showing nudity and you probably don't need to to, uh, to, to see that there. 
I thought that only happened in Breaking Bad when Walter White walks naked in Walmart to try and cover up that he's been away dealing drugs for uh, several days. But there's been mass protests in Ireland against the mass invasion. Uh, there's also been migrant migrant uh, accommodation uh, that has been arsoned, attacked, which of course I could never condone. But you sort of wondered, you know, the, the Irish, uh, they had a history of, uh, well, a setting fire, bomb, uh, bomb making when they were fighting for independence from the British, uh, trying to make United Ireland. So you sort of expected them to uh, fight in that manner eventually. Uh, so a, in Northern Ireland, uh, Sinn Féin has, uh, has, uh, is now, uh, Michelle O'Neill is now the, the first, first Sinn Féin first minister, first uh, Republican. They, they want to unify Ireland by uh, 2030, uh, though Sinn Féin is still EU uh, globalist a political party so they they want the british out of ireland so they can invite the europeans and the whole rest of the world into the the the, the into the the island of ireland makes it makes total sense there and uh ireland is uh, is having an upcoming referendum uh, to to, uh, uh, to delete from their constitution the protection for the role of uh, women uh, in the home and also the protection for families as well. So deleting women and protection for women and families in their, in, in their constitution, it just keeps getting better in Ireland there. I don't see, I think Lady of Shalott must be busy now one Monday uh, nights uh, that uh, she is a, unable to, to catch the show live. Uh, but if you're unable to catch the show live, please leave a comment uh, below just to give some feedback uh, because uh, it's, it's always good to, to, ha to have, uh, have a comment uh, feedback as well. And also it helps with YouTube al algorithm if you hit the thumbs up uh, as well. Uh, if you can't catch the show live, shout out to, to Granny Annie who uh, hadn't seen for a while but commented last week. Uh, so it's good to see that uh, she is still uh, watching. And uh, now he's back on a, the the British island. All of this, uh, uh, there was a uh, the uh, the Met Police. They uh, had to storm a a bus uh, because there was a man threatening to douse people on the bus with corrosive acid. Uh, s s uh, thankfully, no one was harmed, but. More acid in, in in London. Remember, this is all happening a uh, all throughout the UK uh, under a fourteen-year-old conservative government. But you know, you still have to remember, Sir Keir Starmer would be ten times worse uh, than uh, than how already uh, worse uh, things are uh, than they were fourteen years ago when the Conservatives first. Or, uh, uh, first took power. You need to, uh, and you definitely not, uh, shouldn't vote for reform over the Conservatives. You need to re-elect uh, good Conservatives like Caroline Notes, who praised uh, immigrants working in the NHS. So if you get acid thrown in your face by a migrant, you can get treated by a migrant in the NHS. Well, I think on the immigration point, it's worth reflecting that you are much more likely in the NHS to be treated 
by an immigrant than you are to be behind one in the queue for treatment. And I That's not a popular point of view in no, your, in your party. not a popular point of view, but it's fact. Yeah. And we owe a great deal to those immigrants who come here and work in our own age. I, I swear, like, Caroline knows she's like an NPC, non-playable conservative. She says the most a inane left-wing thing she says it in this robotic manner it's it's like she's just computed uh to to, to say these ridiculous things uh but you need to vote for her the conservatives are going to save you and uh like rishi sunak uh, roland rat in his desperation like at the moment like it's about the conservatives uh, trying to save the furniture um or trying to outpoll reform. Uh, so conservatives are at 20% reform, which is excessive. The Brexit party is at 13%. They, a reform, they, they they could pick a better leader than Richard Tice, who buggers off to, to Ukraine for a, a self-indulgent trip when he should be campaigning across the country. Uh, so Rishi Sunak last week, uh, when uh, Brianna Gay, the transgender, a transgender teenager who uh, was stabbed 28 times uh, by uh, the, the uh, by uh, two teens who have now been sentenced uh, to uh, life imprisonment, Scarlett uh, Jenkinson and Eddie Ratcliffe. In the House of Commons last week, Rishi Sunak said, he said that uh, Sakir Starmer has backflipped on everything, including definition of a woman. And uh, uh, Rishi Sunak, uh, uh, Sakir Starmer said, uh, Rishi Sunak said that while Brianna Gay's parents were in the in the in the house, that's insensitive. And Rishi Sunak uh, refused to apologize, obviously wanting to show uh, uh, throw red red meat red meat to uh, the turfs and and gender criticals who are eating their own at the moment. They went after Andrew Doyle last week. I uh, got him off uh, uh, tw uh, Twitter for interviewing a sane trans person. So. But yeah, Rishi Sunak, all, at the moment, he's just trying to throw red meat to the base to just try and keep reform off. And so this was his uh, latest announcement, uh, giving police extra powers uh, for uh, uh, to stop hate and violence at uh, pro-Palestinian rallies. Since the October 7th attacks in Israel, we've seen protests across our country almost every weekend. Many of these have been respectful, but there have also been far too many appalling examples of anti-Semitism, violent intimidation, and the glorification of terrorism. This must not stand. I've asked the police what powers they need to bring order to our streets. As a result, today, we are setting out measures that will ban fireworks and flares that intimidate communities and have put our police officers in hospital. Stop people from being able to climb on our sacred war memorials and stop people from covering their faces to conceal their identity and evade arrest. Those who abuse their freedom to protest undermine public safety and our democratic values and I will give police the powers they need to crack down on this intimidating and appalling behaviour. Uh, so see, uh, now face covering masks are bad. Uh, so the police can arrest you uh, for uh, wearing a face mask, face covering in public now. And that's what Thomas Sewell and the National Socialist Network found out in Australia Day in Sydney. So, yes, 
back in 2020, 2021, the police would arrest you for not covering your face. And now we're back to the police arresting you for uh, covering uh, your face. So it's hard to keep up with the science or, well, it was always uh, political science there. I saw Linda uh, Linda Hunter say, oh, my God, did you see that rugby tackle by a giant gay man who pretends to be a woman? Is that that uh, uh, when Australia paid, played Papua New Guinea? Because that was actually a woman. I know uh, uh, Kelly J. Keane shared, uh, reshared that, uh, that footage. And th that's a that's a 35-year-old uh, biological woman from Papua New Guinea. And again, this is the, again, uh, the, the 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 turfs and gender criticals, I uh, spreading out uh, uh, spreading out a uh, misinformation and actually attacking attacking <laughs> attacking biological uh, women. Uh, so yeah, that was a thirty five year old woman. Uh, so who obviously was very masculine and that. So yeah, I'm. I said last week uh, it's 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 hard to keep up with the turf gender critical logic yes this is the uh, yes papuans uh papuan uh, papuans always seem to be huge uh well the, the women are as well and african women are as well because uh uh remember the ai facial recognition at uh sometimes uh mistakes famous black women like michelle obama for men uh so yes this is like the turf and gender criticals uh uh, there is, they've they've got to do their, do their their due diligence because there's a lot of butch uh, women who look like men who play women's sports. Unless you want to save women's sports from women, I can't keep up. But I digress uh, here. And now uh, let's go to some good news uh, from uh, Britain. Piers Morgan has been fired from talk TV. Oh, no, no, he didn't say he'd been fired. He said that he's moving his Piers Morgan Uncensored uh, to YouTube uh, because he's got so many million subscribers. Well, uh, News Corp, uh, his, his soon-to-be ex-employer paid for all of that. There's a reason why in your YouTube algorithm, Sky News, Australia, Fox News, and Talk TV always get bumped up uh, because... Uh, News Corp pays a uh, pays uh, YouTube. Uh, now the reason for Piers Morgan uh, being fired is because a uh, the Mirror uh, Group, uh, which he was the editor from uh, 1995 to 2004 until he was fired for uh, uh, publishing forged photos of British soldiers abusing Iraqi uh, prisoners. Prince Harry uh, sued uh, the Mirror over uh, phone hacking. Uh, after a favourable judgment uh, for Prince Harry in December, the Mirror Group uh, settled all the suits uh, that Prince Harry had brought uh, brought against the, the the Mirror Group, and this was uh, a uh, this was Prince Harry's uh, lawyer. Have I got the footage here? I hope I've got the footage. No, I don't have the footage. Anyway, uh, before I play that, uh, this is uh, Piers Morgan, who claims he's never hacked a phone, I t uh, showing how phones can be hacked uh, back in 2003. That came out because of mobile phones. When they first came out mobile phones, journalists found out that if the celebrity hadn't changed their PIN code, 
Yeah, you right? can access their voicemail. You can ac access their voicemail just by tapping a number. Now, are you really telling me that journalists aren't going to do that? Yeah. If they know they can ring up Charlotte Church's mobile phone, listen to all her messages. They can't. Right? Now, all you have to do, and I know it's hard because celebrities don't like doing anything for themselves, <laughs> is actually change your security yeah, number. Yeah, I've changed my security number. And now you don't have to worry. Exactly. Yeah, she's going to say she's never hacked a phone or asked anyone to hack a phone, but sure, he sure knows a lot about it, uh, Piers Morgan. Uh, so it's just uh, just uploading now. Uh, Prince Harry is a lawyer. Linda Hunter says Piers Morgan helped all, run all the English out of town uh, where that school bully made his fame and fortune. Piers Morgan should interview Kim Jong-un. Uh, well, Maybe uh, Tucker Carlson uh, will, will, will beat him to it. We'll get to Tucker Carlson's big Putin interview in a moment. Uh, here is uh, Prince Harry's lawyer after the settlement. Following Mirror Group's acceptance of the remainder of his claim and their agreement to pay substantial additional damages to him as well as his costs. I'll now read that statement on his behalf. After our victory in December, Mirror Group have finally conceded the rest of my claim which would have consisted of another two trials, additional evidence, and 115 more articles. Everything we said was happening at Mirror Group was in fact happening, and indeed far worse, as the court ruled in his extremely damaging judgment. As the judge has said only this morning, we have uncovered and proved the shockingly dishonest way in which the Mirror acted for so many years and then sought to conceal the truth. In light of this, we call again for the authorities to uphold the rule of law and to prove that no one is above it. That includes Mr Morgan, who as editor knew perfectly well what was going on as the judge held. Even his own employer realised it simply could not call him as a witness of truth at the trial. His contempt for the court's ruling and his continued attacks ever since demonstrate why it was so important to obtain a clear and detailed judgment. As I said back in December, our mission continues. I believe in the positive change it will bring for all of us. It's the very reason why I started this and why I will continue to see it through to the end. Thank you very much. And now, Piers Morgan, he, despite him, as I mentioned, uh, News Corp uh, pay, paying for uh, all of that uh, reach on, on YouTube, uh, him getting all the uh, big names such as uh, Trump, Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, uh, the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, uh, he had a thousand pound bent with Rishi Sunak uh, that for charity that uh, planes uh, would take off with illegals to Rwanda by the end of the year. Rishi should just write the thousand pound check for charity now. It's not it's, it's not going to happen uh, because he is as weak as weak as piss and uh, is not determined to make it happen. But I digress there. Now all of that uh, couldn't uh, save. Piers Morgan uh, from the acts because nobody watch watches talk TV, I and nobody actually watched his 
his show. They're incredibly low, low ratings, which is why he bragged about the YouTube views. And all the presenters on Talk TV have the standard same uh, conservative viewpoints. Julia Hartley Brewer, Kevin Sullivan, uh, Mike Graham, and uh, James Whale, who's the, the size uh, of a whale. He's probably the, the, the worst there. They all have the same, same opinion. They're the ones who, well, do think for themselves. I, well, I cast out pretty quickly, obviously. Uh, Mark Stein at GB News, Lawrence Fox and Calvert Robertson, the only two who speak their mind left at uh, uh, GB News. Uh, Bev Turner and uh, Neil Oliver, uh, they sort of wonder whether their time is, is coming soon. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Fears Morgan, I... Again, it, this couldn't have happened to uh, a nicer, n a nicer bloke, and uh, especially loved uh, Katie Hopkins, who, well, uh, nobody has been uh, cancelled uh, by all the mainstream media more than her on our Friday night Katie Arms drinking some of uh, Piers's tears. Piers, you're having a bit of a shit day now, aren't you? Mm. So last week, Piers, you called me despicable. And this week, Piers, you don't even have a fucking job, love. <laughs> Can someone signpost Piers Morgan the way to the benefit office? Because <laughs> he's going to be a YouTuber now. <laughs> a YouTuber. Used to be on CNN. Used to have his own show on ITV. Used to be the big knob. Used to fucking blow all of my bosses so that he could get his pieces put above mine. And now he's going to be a YouTuber. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just going to drink some of his tears. Mm. Mm. Piers Morgan's tears. They're, I mean, they're this colour because his face is rotting, as you can tell. because He's got 15 chins. Hold on. Mm. Piers Morgan's tears. Mm. 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 Delicious. Yum. Mm. Oh, Piers, let me lick the rim. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> mm. As my former colleague, Piers, I just want to say I'm so, so sorry for what's happening to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry you've been humiliated on the national stage. And I'm so sorry there's probably going to be a police investigation into you. Mm, hold on, I've just got to find some sympathy. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to look for some fucks to give, Piers. One second, one second. No, hold on. No, just check my... Oh, no, I can't... Hold on, Piers, I can't find any fucks to give. Let me just check under my... No, no, in my crotch, no, in my... Oh, no, Piers, I've got no fucks to give. <sighs> <laughs> I love it. So he got fired. I love, I love, I love. He's now a vlogger. <laughs> uh, so he's just like the rest of us uh, streaming to YouTube now. But uh, yeah, we... It, we didn't uh, obviously his videos they got bumped up through the the algorithm thanks to uh, his uh, former employer Rupert Murdoch. I mean, not all of us have sugar daddies worth billions and billions of dollars who has a multi global uh, conglomerate who can uh, 
make it so that your YouTube channel uh, gets uh, a million subscribers just uh, instantly like that. Does Piers Morgan still rant about gun control? Not as much these days, because that got fired. He fired from CNN. So fired from the Mirror, fired from CNN, fired from ITV, now fired from Talk TV. Although, of course, he's still putting on a on a brave face. Now, would uh, Piers Morgan, would he go and interview, uh, somebody mentioned Kim Jong-un, would he actually interview, like, serious, like, you know, really big global controversial figures like Tucker Carlson uh, did uh, with his two-hour interview with uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin in the Kremlin. It was published first on his Tucker Carlson Network website, then it was published to X uh, because Elon Musk promised not to censor it, and as a result, YouTube didn't censor it or other platforms did. Uh, Now, I've watched it in its entirety. if you if you watched watched it here in the comments, uh, please please let me know. Now the first half hour is uh, Putin talking about uh, the uh, his, historical uh, connection between Russia and Ukraine because that's what most of the the interview was about. A Tucker asking why uh, did uh, did you invade Ukraine? Uh, now Tucker briefly mentioned the imprisoned uh, Wall Street Journal. A journalist who is imprisoned in Russia and that Tucker wants him released. Uh, Putin said we're prepared to do a prisoner exchange. Though Tucker did not ask him about uh, all of the uh, Putin's enemies who fall out of hospital or uh, hospital buildings, uh, the opposition leader in uh, Siberia, uh, the uh, the poisoning uh, attack in the the UK uh, many 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 years ago. Didn't ask him about. Uh, about uh, any of that, but as people pointed out, he was uh, literally in Putin's house and Putin's old bodyguards all around. And now Tucker wanted to sort of roll the the interview along, but Putin was like, oh, "Are we having a discussion or it is a show?" Basically saying, "Well, you promised that this would be a, a discussion, not just some segment uh, in a show." Of course, the I, uh, the liberal media and the the United States they were filthy. They called Tucker a propagandist, uh, apol- apologist for Putin. Of course, they are, only they are allowed to interview Putin. So it's okay when Barbara Walters uh, did it, uh, rest in peace, uh, or George Stephanopoulos does. I don't know who that guy is, but uh, treason when Tucker does that because, well, lately only Christine Armanpour on CNN, uh, who has the British accent, only she's allowed to interview people like Putin or Assad or uh, some uh, Palestinian leader. Only she's allowed to interview these people. Uh, certainly uh, no no uh, cast aside fired. Uh, though Tucker Carlson wasn't fired from Fox for anything. I mean, he didn't uh, hack a phone or a, a talk about, or uh, a slander a Dominion voting systems. Uh, he didn't do any of that. Yeah, he was the one who got fired. A all of a sudden. Uh, so a lot of what uh, Putin Putin talked about. Now, Putin. Uh, I wouldn't want to live in Putin's Russia. Uh, he's he's certainly not. Uh, a, certainly not a good guy. But he did talk about how a that. Uh, well, 
even before his time as president, when Boris Yeltsin was the president, uh, Russia always tried to extend an olive, olive branch to the, the West after uh, the Soviet Union collapsed, Cold War over. And uh, he, uh, that uh, the US Secretary of State was at James Baker and Bill, uh, Bill Clinton, uh, Flo said NATO membership of Russia with him, but then the deep state struck it down. And so the West with their expansion of NATO, uh, their coup in Ukraine, uh, the US led EU, uh, NATO, uh, basically Western globalist elite, uh, uh, the globalist coup in U Ukraine, getting rid of the, the pro-Russian president and, and, and putting in the, the pro-Western uh, president. Uh, so Tucker tried to pin him on why now? And I, it was Putin said basically because they hadn't that the the Minsk agreement wasn't being implemented uh, in 2014. That was negotiated after uh, Russia annexed uh, annexed Crimea. Uh, so, what did Don Browning say? Let's say here. I agree. Putin is most definitely part of the cabal and not our side. That was Ron Nielsen. Uh, Dawn Browning said Tucker's face over being uh, declined by three letter org though. Oh uh, yes. Uh, Putin decided to say, Oh, the, the CIA, it's a, it's a great organization uh, that uh, uh, they didn't let you join, which uh, is actually a good thing because well, Tucker's uh, father was also part of the, uh, the deep state. Palo Conservative Australian is saying he isn't on our side. Are you talking about Putin or or, or Tucker? So again, I it's not uh, the West's fault uh, that well, you know, that it's it, it, it's not it's not it, like this is the thing about when uh, we talk about blowback uh, with. When it, whether it be 9/11 or any other any other conflict that uh, that certain policies create uh, certain foreign policies by uh, the U.S. deep state, the neocons, uh, I, often I, a lot of the time to placate Israel have unintended consequences, which lead to further conflict, further further, further bloodshed there, and so. Yes, it's certainly the person who invaded a country or committed a terrorist act is their fault, but certainly conditions were created where uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that if things had been different, if the, the deep state hadn't interfered, the globalists, then uh, maybe uh, the preconditions uh, for uh, those atrocities would not have happened. And uh, Putin also uh, mentioned that, remember when uh, the Russian uh, operation in Ukraine started, there was uh, peace talks in, I think, Istanbul, like it could have been all over in 2022, uh, uh, though, uh, though Putin said that Boris Johnson, who was the, the uh, prime minister of the UK at the time, uh, sabotaged the, the peace talks. And uh, Boris Johnson was uh, especially triggered by this and released another one of his uh, out in the field uh, vlogs asking us to read his uh, re read his uh, column in the Daily Mail, which we, we, we don't do. 
around the world are watching that ludicrous interview with Vladimir Putin conducted by Tucker Carlson. And we must not fall for this tissue of lies above all for the notion that Putin is somehow fated to succeed in Ukraine. On the contrary, he is doomed to fail. Read about it in the Daily Mail. Yes, uh, Boris Johnson again uh, channeling. They all want to be Churchill, that uh, Putin is doomed, the bad guy is doomed. Well, they were saying that Tucker interviewing uh, Putin uh, was like uh, interviewing Hitler in, in 1940. Though, if the technology was around, I mean, wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been interesting uh, to hear in 1940 why Hitler invaded Poland, why he's invading uh, the uh, the low countries and, and France. Not that, uh, not that you have to agree, and this is the thing, nobody has to agree uh, with uh, what Putin has, has done. But hearing historical context, the history, I mean, I think we all are Certainly, a uh, certainly uh, we have learnt a lot, and there are people because of this interview countering uh, Putin's uh, recounting of history, which is a good thing. I mean, people can't like they they wouldn't have uh, they wouldn't have put out this the 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 counter to it unless Tucker had interviewed him. So it's good uh, that we are having this discussion of history, and uh, it's up to us about. Uh, what are the, the facts, what is spin, and because there's a lot we don't know and that we need to learn. Now, Putin was able to hold his own for two hours with with, with Tucker Carlson and showed that he is a smart, a savvy, intelligent person. And then a couple of hours later, after the interview aired, I... U.S. President Joe Biden maybe held a snap press conference uh, to distract from the Tucker interview, but it was uh, after the special counsel report was uh, released into his holding classified documents, uh, which, I mean, he ordered his uh, aides to destroy them and the biographer to delete the recordings, though the special prosecutor said that he would he, he he would not lay charges against Biden because he's an elderly gentleman with a poor memory, and this uh, enraged Biden that he said, "My memory's fine, and I got this country on the right track." Many people thought that maybe he was going to be an LBJ and announce he wasn't seeking a second term, but they're going to have to blast him out, the Democrats, uh, from the presidency. I mean, he's wanted to be president his his his, his whole life, and now. He seemed to get through a, that, uh, that, that angry uh, rant pretty well. But when he came back to answer a question uh, about uh, Israel's, uh, Israel's operations in the Gaza uh, Strip, uh, then uh, this happened. And have I got the, the, the footage here? No, I haven't. I've got all this, this footage, but... There's so many footage that I have to have to have to upload. 
that <laughs> that it's hard to hard to remember all of that. I've also started uh, started back this week my weekly appearances on Reality Check Radio uh, with Paul Brennan in New Zealand. His breakfast program, giving an Australian report. Uh, so that will the first one will will air uh, tomorrow. Uh, so I've done that this afternoon. So I, I do like a a double double shift on yeah during during the afternoon. Uh, so here we here we go here. The conduct of the response in Gaza in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, initially the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. <laughs> so uh, refers to El Sisi as the president of Mexico, getting the U.S. southern border confused with the Gaza Strip southern border in uh, to Egypt. Now, uh, there was another attempt at a bipartisan uh, immigration bill, which would give more money to the border control. But again, uh, the fine print is that it would fast track a illegals applications to stay in the United States, give sanctuary cities more money and also tied in foreign aid to Ukraine. Uh, now, uh, the uh, Republican Senate leader, Mitch McConnell, uh, he, uh, he, uh, this was supposed to be bipartisan uh, with Democrat uh, majority party leader uh, Chuck Schumer, but now because uh, there was there was a Republican revolt in the Senate and the House, then uh, then they all ran away. <laughs> Mitch McConnell ran away with it and let the other senator James Lankford from Oklahoma take the take the fall for it. So this is what they always do: the Democrats and Republicans. They try to sneak through this comprehensive immigration reform, which uh, uh, which allows all these illegals uh, to stay in uh, in 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 the country, which just entices more illegals to to come over the border. And there was a, another a illegal who in a over over in uh, Times Square, a 15-year-old migrant suspected of shooting a tourist and firing at a police officer in a robbery going wrong in Times uh, Square was arrested. Uh, so U.S. Marshals uh, tracked Venezuelan teen Jesus Aldrando uh, Fires uh, Figueroa. You're allowed to name minors who've been arrested and and charged less than 24 hours after the Thursday mayhem. This is not Venezuela, uh, dude. I mean, it's not a socialist shithole where you can just, you know, take what you want, uh, get a free ride. You know, you actually have to, you know, work for a living and actually contribute to the 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 productivity if you want something you you work for it so uh this 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 teen uh jesus halandro he cried he cried like a like a a, a little boy a, a baby uh when he was uh, when he was arrested <laughs> Another one? I, I just put my report. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got a video. I got a video. I got a video. 
his mother crying. He was a good boy. He didn't do nothing. That's how the mothers always go. I think I think the only the mother I, of a arrested writer who, well, <laughs> she gave her son an ass whooping. He was participating in the Baltimore uh, BLM riots. He was arrested by the police, and she went over this this, this black mother and whipped him there. That was that that was it. That was epic. Uh, but there's too many of them who say he was a good boy. He didn't do nothing. Hello, conservative strain. Isn't that what the Sudanese mother did uh, recently? Well, she said she didn't realize that kids uh, kids uh, uh, did that. Yes, that's um, no, that's that was last week. Uh, the the migrants who beat the beat the cop. This is something else. Uh, that the that was well. Uh, assaulting police officers that's pretty heinous enough but uh firing at a police officer that's a whole different level so that uh teen he fucked around and he uh found out now with this migrant crisis in the u.s the southern border open and Biden's cognitive decline, it's so bad that even uh, the, the mainstream media journalists are now saying look yeah, it's just too much now. Although Rachel Maddow, Mad Cow, uh, defended him saying he can ride a bike. Well, his physical health is still there. I mean, he fell over on the stage and didn't break a hip or anything. It's just his mind. Like, a president needs his mind. I mean, Franklin Roosevelt was in a wheelchair, but he still had his mind. Mind is most important when you're US president. Though they're attacking Donald Trump uh, for his uh, gaffes, confusing uh, Nikki Haley with Nancy Pelosi. Donald Trump's still going to win the South Carolina uh, primary. Nikki Haley lost the uh, the Nevada primary to none of the uh, to none of the above. Uh, though Trump won the Nevada caucus, I don't know how that worked. Now they they're going back to taking Trump out of context. Uh, they're trying to claim that he uh, said that uh, Putin could invade any European country he wanted. The president of a big country stood up, said, "Well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia." Will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Uh, so what Trump was talking about is the art of deal negotiation. NATO is supposed to be a partnership. If you're not going to pay, we're not going to prote uh, protect you. You know, Trump's, you know, his book was the, the art of the deal. If you don't pay, <laughs> if you don't pay, hold up your end of the bargain, uh, it's over. Like this was how he he, he pitched himself, uh, being able to to deal with the the complex issues. I, I'm a deal maker. I, I I make these deals. Now that brings us to the end of the the show uh, for for this week. Uh, now I'll see you all uh, tomorrow night uh, for uh, the theorists. Uh, now I will put the 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 link into. Uh, the, the the chat here because uh, remember uh, the theorist is on a another a different a different uh, YouTube Rumble and Odyssey channel. Uh, now I do uh, since our move to the Unshackled's move to Substack, I do send out an email alert whenever there's a, a live show. Uh, but it's important also uh, to click the bell to allow notifications on YouTube, Odyssey, or uh, Rumble. Uh, so the Unshackled Substack, uh, the Unshackled.net uh, 
www.substack.com. That's where I'm posting all of our Unshackled productions now. And you can also uh, support our work through a $5 per month membership, $50 per month for a yearly membership or $500 per year for a founding membership. I'll put the link into the live chat. Yes, I'll put into the description as well. And also still have the Unshackled membership on the Unshackled website. Uh, so we've still got the website as well as a as a central hub as well, via the unshackled.net slash membership. Uh, so there we go, $5 bronze per month, silver $10 per month, gold $25 per month, platinum uh, $50 per month. So we'll see you all uh, for the theorists uh, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Melbourne time on the theorist YouTube Odyssey and Rumble channel. More reports from Richard Molson. Uh, report from Tiger Mount with Richard Wollstonecroft later this week. And also this Sunday, I'll have a Wilmsfront, 9 p.m. Melbourne time on the Wilmsfront channels with Melinda uh, Richards, uh, a, a freedom, Australian freedom activist on Twitter X and also the author of You Can't Say That. Uh, so good night, everybody. Thank you for watching and I'll see you tomorrow night. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's News Explosion.